All right, episode 57, we made it. Uh, today feels good. I uh, hope you feel good. We've got Paul Janowitz, Mantra Labs. We've got Margie Edelman, Edelman PR and Consulting. We jump right into it. Paul, give us the lay of the land. What's the story on the brand? Uh, very quickly, like most things came from a niche you couldn't scratch. I uh, was looking for a, a better, better pre-workout for my high school son. My wife was having insomnia, knew there was science behind it and better for you solutions out there and uh, started uh, digging into chrononutrition and understanding that, you know, most of what we were taking was fighting our bodies versus elevating them and spent a year basically scouring the globe for the best ingredients to elevate your day. What year was that? That was, oh, perfectly timed, about a year before the launch of COVID. So nice. uh, it, it, was, it worked out perfectly to, shall we say, I learned a lot. Got it, okay, so basically 2019, um, and are we talking specifically pre-workout? Uh, is there uh, any other products or is that specifically in the line right now? No, that was where it kind of started and then realized it wasn't just about a single point in time, you know, jacking yourself up and then crashing the rest of the day wasn't a great uh, plan of attack um, and realized you have this natural biorhythm throughout the day. So understanding where was their clinically proven ingredients that worked synergistically together that was a better for you version of what was out there. So basically created three products, rise, go and rest. So early morning, nootropics, hydration, focus, midday energy recovery, nighttime, calm, relax, rest, right? So you put those together, you got a pretty damn good day. I am the consumer. Uh, I talk about it often. In fact, here's BCAAs right here. I'm actually still in my workout gear. I, I got to tell you, you know, I, I really, really, really great workout this morning. No shower. But let's not talk about that. Um, the beauty of Zoom. <laughs> um, and I'm a, I, I'm, I take pre-workouts. been taking them for 20 years. Um, and uh, luckily, I've always found one that, that works. I've talked about that before as well. Um, let's talk about your background. Uh, it, give us any insight as far as how you can get into this space. What, what has helped you in order to even start something like this? Yeah, super interesting question because uh, life is a winding road, right? So my background is actually in data analytics, research, and branding is, is what I did. Um, so I took a very analytical approach to the clinically backed side of this business. But how I got into the CPG world was I started as an investor and a mentor. So I helped form SKU, which was the first CPG accelerator here out of Austin, Texas. Worked on brands like Siete, uh, which you may be familiar with, Epic Bar, Austin East Ciders, Dude Wipe. So I kind of got to watch everybody else make mistakes as I invested in them. And, and they learned and we backed some really good teams that did really well. Um, and then as I sold my software company, I knew I wanted to make something that was healthy and improve people's lives every day and realized I had this unmet need. So it kind of all came together in a perfect storm that I'd spent about 12 years investing, uh, mentoring, helping brand and launch CPG companies, but never ran one. Um, so I figured how hard could it be, right? 
you find a co-packer, you get a distributor, you know, just do what I've been telling these companies uh, the last 10 years. Um, well, as you know, I'm sure it's uh, a lot harder, harder than it looks. Yeah, uh, a lot harder than it looks is, uh, is, is, is being easy on it. And I'm sure now in hindsight, you're going, oh, maybe it, it was a nice uh, kind of lane in the background there. Um, it's a difficult business. Uh, again, I'm, I'm pretty transparent about that. Food and beverage is, is not easy. Uh, it's highly competitive as just the starting point. But um, distribution and, uh, and getting turns and, 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 and not just being a brand on shelf, is, is, it's a difficult business. Um, and funny enough, I just had posted about it this morning. Uh, I'm on this, uh, just as a side note, I'm on this um, 7-Eleven uh, emerging brand sort yeah, of- Yeah, I saw uh, that, congratulations. And it's really cool, but, the, but what, what, what basically to the point is, I don't know, you know, I'm in this thing, you know, I'm online all day long, right? I don't know literally 75% of the brands, never heard of them. And, and most would be like saying something and maybe go into the negative aspect of it. I'm going, these things look legit. I mean, like, there are some really, really amazing looking new brands that I've never even heard of. Branding is on point. Some of the names are amazing. Um, and again, so again, this is just a hard space. So when you finally get into it and you're doing it, it kind of just hits you in the face. So again, at least you're being transparent about that. Let's talk about distribution. Immediately, um, again, in packets form, I think it's single serve. Maybe you're in like an eight to 12 uh, packet type of unit. Um, do you go direct to consumer out the gate? Give us your first distribution points and how that was how that was done. Yeah, so very good question. Yeah, so we do basically 10 packs and 30 packs, which is three of these kind of stacked up together. Uh, originally, we had this beautiful business plan, you know, like all business plans, they're great until you launch. Um, looking at, you know, doing retail, direct to consumer, an Amazon play, COVID hit. And the one thing we've realized in our space um, is that's been good news and bad news, right? Uh, people are paying more attention to health. Uh, we had a sleep and anxiety as a national epidemic before we had the pandemic. It's even worse. Um, so rest is our best selling skew right now. No surprise there. Um, but we were going to go retail and what we've come to realize is when you have a mask on your face, you're in and out of the store, right? You're not browsing for new supplements like you were pre-COVID. Um, you know, in your space, protein snacks, great space right now. And, you know, what goes into a pantry is a really good, a really good area in terms of finding new beverages and supplements that's being done online for the most part. So we basically paused our entire retail plan and went direct to consumer. Our subscription business has been kind of doubling month over month, which is great. It's kind of made for subscription, right? It's a routine, it's a habit, it's lightweight, it ships easily and has a decent price point. Um, and then Amazon as well. And Amazon, we're looking at both as a channel, but I look at it also as our new sampling program, right? It's the easiest way for people to grab a 10 count not have to enter a new credit card, subscribe to anything. And then if they love it, they'll repurchase on Amazon or if they're subscribing, they'll come back to our site. So for us, Amazon's kind of a new sampling platform. Very cool. Yeah, I'm just breaking that down for, for those that, that watch it because it, it kind of can be put in sort of spheres here is, you know, originally even newer brands, whether it's yours or ours, I call it trial or, or, or consumers are coming in to explore. Um, and when COVID hit, that did that sort of stopped. Not just at the at the ground level where you could even be demoing, which was strong even for us. 
Um, if you have a really great tasting product, demos work. And then again, on the back of something called trial, which is people are walking in a grocery store and they're looking around or any store for that matter, and they're willing to try something new. And when something like COVID happens, hopefully it doesn't again, um, that sort of gets halted and people go back to legacy type stuff, comfort foods and the like. And that's all understandable, respectable. So that's one piece of it. Um, and then as far as direct to consumer and having some sort of subscription model, that's amazing. And, and yours is perfect for that. Um, and because it, again, th that's what's nice about the supplement business. I know a lot of, uh, of friends in, in, in your particular business. Um, and once you have a consumer and a loyal one, um, that's what makes it such a, um, I was, I was going to say sexy business, but I, I, that's, I, I don't even know if that's allowed anymore, but it's just a really great looking business. And as far as, as far as the financials and, and the metrics that can be used for that. So um, give us now the take on, let's say, flavors, profiles. What did you do? Because again, it's competitive, right? Every category is, but you know, there's other players in the space that have been around, those that are coming into the space. What do you do to sort of separate yourself um, outside of just the ingredients and, and how you believe it's going to separate on that level? Yeah, so very, very good question. As, as you noted, you know, there's a lot branding as a, is at a all time high level, shall we say. I mean, branding is great. Uh, that's coming out in the marketplace now. Um, ingredients are good. You know, it's kind of like when you buy a new car, all of a sudden you see your same car on the road everywhere, right? Um, so very similar. There, there's other great products out there where we tried to create our bright lines and our, our lane was clinically proven, so clinically backed ingredients, everything plant-based and vegan, a better for you version of what's out there, and then synergistically combining them into that rise, go, and rest. Um, and then also having the humbleness to know that, you know, science changes. It's, you know, you have two options as you launch a business, right? You can focus on the bottom line and reducing costs, or you can focus on a passion, purpose, and improving quality, right? And you kind of see companies diverge in those two areas. So we're definitely obviously think we're on the, the other end of that spectrum of quality above all else, but it really is that clinically proven and then cramming more of that into each packet because what might work for you might not work for me, right? Science is not a hundred percent, you know, you might not like caffeine, caffeine may work really well for me. But if we do this kind of Venn diagram overlapping ingredients, if I cram eight things into the morning that are good for your brain, antioxidants, energy, and hydration, four of those are gonna work for you, four of them are gonna work for me, right? So we're gonna have an experiential product, which is kind of how we built it. Um, and it's been really fun to see that coming back, how it's changing people's energy level, how people are sleeping that haven't slept well in years. Um, so it really was kind of, if cost was no object and time was no object, and you could go source the very best things out there, which I had the ability to do, that created a differentiated product at the end of the day. So if you were to go kind of buy what's in Rise, it's six, seven, eight products off the shelf. These just don't exist together anywhere else. Got it. Um, and, uh, and I like the way you frame that. Um, and then again, that's the whole point of, of something being um, um, simple to use, right? Easy access, um, tastes great. Uh, you, it, it has an effect, right? They, that's the, the main piece to a, to a product like, yours. you know, it's got to work, right? And so, um, 
and, and again, as somebody who actually does it, right? Like I, I know it, I can hydration wise or whatever it may be, or, um, and filling that, that particular void as far as disciplines with my own nutrition, this is, this is it. So it's got to work. And then the taste and all the other things. And then, and then there are those key pieces. Does the brand, you know, connect to me and all those things that you have experienced with be before this um, to really like hone it in and, and bring it together. What does a team look like for, for a startup like, like yours? Can you do it with two people? Um, and what, what are, what are those sort of functions and, and, and how is it laid out at least for now? And what do you think the difference may be uh, with regards to that, that uh, sort of team, team sort of element next year? Yeah, super good question. So the, the great thing, as, as you know, is you can be, my goal is always to be brain heavy asset light, right? So we have people like Margie uh, on the team as contractors. We've got Ken that heads up our R&D. Um, that's an equity holder in the business as well. And we've had these, I've had the pleasure of having these great connections that got us in at large suppliers that, you know, don't normally talk to a startup, right? So we've got Neurofactor in one of our products, which is, you know, hard to come by and get into your production cycle. Um, so really what we've got is some really great partners that we've shared some equity in that are on agency side, consulting side, um, and then a really great manufacturing partner, which that's one thing I learned from investing is, you know, we I've seen companies can create amazing products. They take off and their manufacturer can't keep up, they, they have a cash flow issue, they shut down, right? So we got really lucky in finding these really good partners that can scale with us and kind of provide those resources. In terms of uh, next year, you know, we'll probably bring on two or three people internally to manage operations, kind of fulfillment, and then uh, social media management. But the great thing, as I'm sure you know, is, you know, I know people in the industry that are running a $10 million Amazon storefront with zero employees, right? So there's really good tools and processes that allow you to leverage. Yeah, uh, well, well said. And, um, and again, that's, it's, it's just a value add for those that are listening. You can do it, uh, you can do it on your own uh, or with few people, uh, those that are in the proper place and can deliver uh, on the things that are needed at least to function the business early. And by early, again, a previous post just off the cuff was, you know, I, I'm a true believer you can get into a few million dollars um, in this space and all, keep it very light uh, and figure things out, right? Just figuring these things out. You're smart, you understand, and you lean heavily, at least early, this goes for any business, into your why, you know, it, what, what, what are you doing this for? If it's big enough, that will get you through a lot of the early, early items. Uh, you need some cash. Um, I am very, very adamant about that uh, for sure. Again, unless you're doing the brick by brick, slow, slow mode. So um, I wish you nothing but the best uh, and uh, just keep going on this journey. You and I will connect. Uh, we're going to tie it into Margie since we're probably talking PR and how to get out there. And I think you guys are connected in some way, which is cool. Margie, give us a little bit about the platform. Okay, so I am uh, a naturopath by trade. I started out in the natural products industry that way and then quickly realized I didn't want to be in the clinical side and um, went into 
the consumer package, you know, CPG industry uh, with a focus on natural products. And I own, I uh, founded Edelman PR and Consulting um, 28 years ago. So I've been doing this quite a long time. And I see a lot of brands come across, you know, my desk. And one of the things that got me excited about working with Paul is that from the naturopathic perspective, um, this product really addresses what the body needs at certain times of the day. So I was very excited. I'm usually, you know, I look for science-backed products. So this really addresses, you know, certain times of the day your body needs certain nutrients. So I really love that. Um, so I have uh, conducted award-winning um, marketing and public relations campaigns over the two, you know, two, two close to three decades that I've been in business. And uh, we do everything from for product formulation, uh, brand architecture and positioning, um, website copy and development, go-to-market strategies. Um, the, it, it, in terms of PR, over the last couple decades, it's really changed. Um, it used to be really just, you know, hard copy, print, you know, TV and media outlets. And of course, everything's now, as Paul mentioned, on the digital platform. So we do a lot of our public relations. And even the print side still has you know, there's still magazines out there, but now they have a presence online as well. So it's really important if you're gonna do PR to, to master the digital marketing uh, side of things. Um, and so we do social media content, create and, and you know, really great rich content and uh, place great ads on there. And it's a science now, you know, it's a, it, Google is, you know, is king on there and content is king. So we do that. And um, the greatest thing about my business and I get to work with amazing people like Paul and brands that, you know, that he, he, you know, that the people like him develop. So, and that, that improve quality of life. And that's, that's what I love to do is just get the word out there. And um, also the messaging, you know, you mentioned about how many great brands are on the market today, you know, clear messaging so the consumer can pick up a product, read the package and really understand what the functionality is of the product. So hopefully we've done that with Mantra. I think we have, and um, I think it's going to be a great success. Well said. Uh, sounds like she's giving you the stamp of approval, Paul. So, I, and I hope she would. Um, and you she knows, she knows everybody and everything. So, yeah, that's that's a good stamp. You know, it's cool because uh, again, being in this and doing things before this um, and watching it over time, I think PR is a fun one to to talk about. I know I know some others in in the space. I um, mean, just how it's changed over time, right? Like before, uh, somebody's hitting you up. Let's get this into you know men's health and. Uh, you know, it's just so different now with social media and digital and why that's so important and how to do it and how to execute on it. It's just, there's a new game coming, uh, coming every year and um, you got to stay on top of it. So anybody who's again watching this and they want to know how you're getting your brand out there, you have to stay on top of what's, what's moving and, and that, that, that movement is happening all of the time. So Margie and Paul, their info is here. Check them out. I appreciate having you both on. Be well, be healthy, be happy. Thanks so much, Mark. Appreciate it.